Hey, hello, everyone, and welcome to another show and tell. It's me, John Park, and I'm doing special uh, service here of, of guest hosting tonight while Lady Ada and Mr. Lady Ada do Adafruit things uh, in the in the background there. They're probably keeping an eye on this, too. They, they somehow managed to pay attention to lots of things at once. Uh, but I'm going to get this thing started, and we've got a couple of uh, people who are going to go right away, including our good friend, uh, Jay. So let me bring Jay on first and uh, we'll chat about some projects. You can come on by if you want to head to our Discord. It's adafruit.it slash Discord and you'll see a link there for joining in. Uh, if you come on, we'll spend about two minutes uh, or so each talking about a project and we'll try to get in as many as we can and then wrap this up for eight o'clock Eastern time when Ask an Engineer starts. So first up is Jay. Hey, Jay. How's it going? Hey, how's it going? All right, thanks. What have you got there today? I have my this month's DigiKey project, which is a steampunk owl that I designed and I built. It's very modernized. And then if I press this button, I get the wings to move. I love it. If I press this button, I get the wings to fold out. Yes, that's adorable. Yeah. <laughs> this one's Oh today. my gosh. I uh, love the high-speed eye gears there. That's fantastic. Yeah, I'm using an Airfruit Cricket for this one, so I can install everything. But this is definitely more of a uh, mechanical-based uh, type of build. I wanted to show people how they can use different like servos and like motors and stuff to yeah. like get some cool like mechanical movement in their projects. That is terrific, and it looks like you're doing one uh, motor for one eye, and the other really is geared to to just move along with it. Is that right? Yep. So this is actually the driver uh, eye. That's why it has a little little thing in there. You can kind of see it. And this one is just mm -hmm. in there. That's just in there and grinding against each other. So this entire build is basically a giant mechanical lesson. That's really cool. I love it. It's got a great steampunk look to it. Uh, now, you usually give your, your creations a cool name. Does this guy have a, uh, have a name yet, or is that in the works? I was debating on it. We were talking about it earlier. I think I'm going to call him Odysseus based off of the Greek mythology story. And I'm just, I'm a big mythology fan, so like, it kind of fits. Odysseus the Owl, that's fantastic. Really cool. And so will you be uh, posting this, sharing this uh, up online at some point? Uh, yes. Video, what's what's to come? I'm, I'm showing the, I'm doing a video, which I'll go through my step-by-step -step process into making this. And I'm going to be writing up a blog for DigiKey, which should be coming out at the end of this month. Excellent, great. Well, have, uh, have fun with that. Good luck with it. And we're looking forward to seeing more. Thanks. Take care. You too. All right. Odysseus the Owl. Way cool. Uh, next up, we've got Jen Foxbot. Hey, Jen. Oh, classic. Just muted. Yeah. Right. Yay. I have a mute What's button, but it only works for Teams. Oh, so sad. Oh, it's a specific kind of mute. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so. We uh, one one thing we uh, wanted to talk to you about. You're with Microsoft's Make It team, right? And and we got this survey sent out. I think we linked to it in our Instagram recently. Can you tell us uh, what this is about and what you guys are up to? It's very mysterious. Yeah, totally. Um, so we are looking for ways to help folks who are running small businesses. Uh, I before this gig and I pretend that I have time. I'm still kind of doing stuff with my business, but I was running a business full time. So I know for real how hard it is um, and how how much help I would have taken um, 
And so what we're trying to do now is really figure out like, where can Microsoft best plug in? Um, my whole thing is like, let's not build stuff first and then just shove mm. it out there. Let's talk to people. What are the major challenges that people are facing? What do they need help with? And and using data to really figure out like what types of tools should our team make? What types of tools should we promote to be built within Microsoft? And what other types of resources can we develop to actually help people? So we're here to listen and learn um, and, and really to understand the needs that people have. Um, so, yeah. and so these are uh, the, the sort of constraints around this are small-ish maker-sized uh, entrepreneur users. Is that roughly, or, or is it bigger than that that you're looking into right now? Do you know? Yeah. So you know the the U.S. Census Bureau defines a small business. I think is uh, 50 employees or less. We're kind of expanding that to say like, hey, if you if you started a company and you grew, or if you happen to work at a company that's doing manufacturing in the United States, we would love to hear from you. Mm -hmm. um, if you are developing products, um, we would love to hear from you. You know, the Biden administration is also really interested in, in made in the US manufacturing. And that's, that's really where we would love to plug in, whether you're mm -hmm. a solo entrepreneur, um or aiming to build a, a giant startup and everything in between you know i don't think that all businesses right. need to scale i think they're all very mm -hmm. important and i'm you know me and my team and, and microsoft are really interested in figuring out how do we help people run businesses how do we help people more people build businesses um mm -hmm. and right now we're really focused on the us um yeah so sorry. And so you're in the gathering. This is the gathering phase right now. And then you have sort of steps that you'll be going through to analyze that and, and see yeah. what you want to actually make out of it. Really yep. cool. Exactly. Uh, very yeah. interesting that Microsoft's doing that. Well, thanks. Thanks for sharing that info. Uh, totally. now, if, yeah. uh, if I understand correctly, you also have a project you might be able to show us that you've been working on related yeah. to yeah. Corvids, crows, right? Yeah, Corbett, Harper. Tell us all about it. Um, I'm going to really quickly do a quick. Uh, the link for the survey is aka.ms slash maker entrepreneur survey, all one word. Um, okay. Great way to have your voice heard. And feel free uh, to reach out on to us on Twitter if you have any questions. Um, cool. Okay, now I get to do the other fun thing. I'm going to switch my camera. Do, 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 do. Project demo time. Okay, so, okay, yeah, so this is fun. Uh, so uh, my team worked with Adafruit and a, a product um, in Microsoft called Lobe, which is a no-code way to build uh, image classification machine learning models. And so Lamore uh, came up with this BrainCraft hat and we were like, this is amazing. Let's do some machine learning stuff and make it easier to put on hardware. And so I'm using this kit to build a device to train crows to clean up the neighborhood in exchange for food. So this is version 2.0. I'm using a gumball machine that I hacked. Um, so you hit the switch. <laughs> ah, entertains me every single time. Um, and then that will dispense food. It'll take a picture. And then I'm going to use the, um, the pictures to build a machine learning model so that I can Number one, make sure that squirrels aren't gaming my system. And number mm. two, to Those make sure that the, yeah, that the crows aren't gaming the system by bringing me sticks and leaves instead of trash. That's excellent. I love it. 
Thank you. It's fun. <laughs> so what kinds of what kinds of trash do you think they can get for you? Like, um, uh, flattened cans and uh, McDonald's wrappers, that kind of stuff? Yeah, exactly. Uh, cigarette butts are a big thing. Um, mm -hmm. I am one of those people that I like, I will go around my neighborhood if I'm walking the dog or something and just like pick up trash, but I will not touch cigarette butts because that's gross. Sure. Mm, it is. Um, this is true. I imagine that that Corvids are not, you know, they're probably not going to get the same types of diseases that humans get, so that's a little bit safer for them. Good, um, good. Yeah. That's and what do you know theory. about what do you know about their favorite foods? Uh, what are you gonna? Is there a particular thing that they would really work hard for that you know of? The 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 people that know way more than me say walnuts, so I'm gonna go with their expertise. Great. Excellent. Oh, I love it. Uh, I love crows. The ones that we have around here, I have on multiple occasions seen them push a nut out into the road and then come back and stand on the curb and watch a car crush it. So they're using a car as a tool, using a human to use a car as a tool to get the nut open, which is just like. I saw that they did that to me a couple of weeks ago. I saw it drop the nut and I was like, I got you. And so I purposely <laughs> drove over it. It was like, whoa, so it's smart. Like I love that. I love it. Oh, that's great. Well, uh, thank you. And we're really uh, interested to see updates on both of these on the uh, on the entrepreneurship survey as you guys go, as well as your Crow uh, device. So come on back. Thanks. Uh, thanks for coming by today. Yay. Thank you for having me. And we'll put a link in the Discord for uh, for the well, I put I posted a forms link. I don't know if it's the right one. So. Thank you. Right. I really appreciate sure thing. that. Yeah. The more data, the better. So excellent. Listening and learning. That's the way to go. All right. Take care. All right. Next up, we got Noam Pedro. And we're all big. Hey. Let's go to this size. There we are. I don't know why. We're hey, there. what's up, hey. John? How's it going? That was so cool. I thought that was that robot from Mystery Science. What is yeah, it? The 3000, right. <laughs> yeah. whatever. Mystery Science. Tom Where were we? Saw, yeah, somebody had one the other day. We were like, yeah. what is that little guy doing? It's so cool. Yeah, so this week, uh, apologies, no 3D Hangouts. Like, internet went down right before the show. And you know how everybody has like recurring theme, like during your show, like you have Lars. Like every yes. time that we start the show, we have like a lawnmower going by. And oh. He didn't show up this week, so we were like, Dang it, "That's oh, why there was no internet." <laughs> but this week, uh, Phil or Lamar, I don't know. Like they email each other and stuff, and they're like, "I have no page to build that." So Lamar saw this really cool uh, lamp. It's a remake of um, I don't know. It was like on sale somewhere, and they're like, "Just use a couple of NeoPixels." So just made like this cut, sort of like gravity defined like uh, design for it. Cool. It's just using like the sixty NeoPixel, the twenty four, two twenty fours, and then a uh, sixteen. The cool thing that I like about it on the back is it's all modular, so you can take the whole thing apart. We're using oh, all of the Molex connectors, there so they're super easy to oh, yeah. uh, connect and take apart. And all of the parts are all you know just snap fit, so the entire thing I won't do it because I'll break it all, of course. <laughs> but everything is all snap fit together, like Love it's it. using the uh, Raspberry Pi Pico. You can see on the bottom there, you have uh access to that and the little base you can change that around to like fit whatever decor you have in your house and uh yeah just the translucent pla and uh yeah just certain nice. python code led animation library cannot forget that yeah, yeah. super easy to use uh animation library for uh circuit python uh, oh it's wonderful to... yeah uh, i love the uh i love the look of that and yeah the animation library uh, makes life so much easier for doing this kind of yeah. stuff with, uh 
you know, separate exactly of yeah. LEDs, even though it looks like you have it just on a single single pin, right? It's a single yeah, chain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, just one single chain. And of course, you gotta have the little hidden Mickey in there. <laughs> oh, <is> it? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I see him. That's great. But yeah, uh, dang, I didn't bring the little Santa hat, so perfect for whatever holiday oh, what, whatnot. No, yeah. But, yeah. Nice little simple. Also, uh, I have to say, when you when you reached back to grab that, I thought that thing was like seven feet away and much bigger. So like, there's like a weird optical thing happening in your room. There, you're like, just let me. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. But we'll be back. uh, Yeah, we'll be back next week for three hangouts. Uh, The guide and the video and all that stuff came out. Um, All three hundred and sixty, so you can like modify it. Uh, Of course, all the um, three part. 3D parts, uh, components. So if you want to like model your own stuff, no, I did a good job of yeah, modeling all of the LEDs. Yeah. You can get it on a uh, mm, GitHub. Right. Yeah. Just so it's parts. Yeah. So you can grab all that, design all yep. whatever you want around it. Fantastic. And that's it. Really great lamp. Thanks for coming by and showing that. Thanks, guys. And uh, we'll see you next week. All right. Let's see. Next up, we've got Scott Tan Newts, who is a screen. Hello. Mysterious. Can you hear me? Hey, Scott. I do hear you. Yes. What's awesome. happening? What's new? So this is uh, not my camera. This is not me, obviously. Instead, mm-hmm. what it's doing is it's capturing the output of a Raspberry Pi over HDMI. And I've added some things. So I first wanted to show that I can import microcontroller and I can do microcontroller.cpu.temperature. And now we're getting the temperature in Celsius, which is cool. We could also do frequency. Um, And so it's just around 600 megahertz right now. (laughs) You don't Um, usually see that in a in a a, uh, circuit Python or micro Python. I know. And this is this is slow. So uh, (laughs) we could actually get this number even even higher, which is exciting. Um, And then I also did the unique ID. Um, so that's the unique idea of the of the particular pie that I've got. Um, and then uh-huh. the other thing I did is, and we'll see how the capture does it with this, but I added the ability to change uh, the screen size uh, that you're mm-hmm. doing. So mm-hmm. um, if you've ever done display IO, you'll know that we need to uh, we need to do the release displays. Um, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna import a couple things first. So, um, the way that it works is from the video core, we get a frame buffer, and then we use frame buffer IO to produce a display. So um, you're actually going to miss it because I'm going to do display IO dot uh, release displays, and now you won't be able to see because it'll disappear. But mm-hmm. then if I do FB equals video core uh, frame buffer 1920. Oh, yeah, sorry. No, it's all right. By 1080. I didn't think that we'd gone dark. Oh, good, good idea. <laughs> Where's this transmission? Um, yeah, so I'm I'm redoing it at uh, half the size of 1080p, so 960 by mm-hmm. 540, um, and then it should show up here once I type it in. And now I link up. it. So now it's just it should be a different size and it should be yeah um so it had to reset everything because the displays got reset but it should be a, a different size and yep. i could have done full 1080p as well but it's a little slow can so. confirm that looks like it's half the size 
Yeah, so this will we'll, we'll default it to something really easy to use, and then uh, folks will be able to pick kind of the resolution that they want after the fact with this. Awesome work. And you should be able to take over the display and do all the normal display I.O. stuff, too. Mm -hmm. um, because there, if you do import board, uh, there's now board.display as well. Um, but yeah. Uh -huh. There it is. Getting close to getting it out to folks. Really cool. And will you be working on that on a uh, deep dive this Friday? I will be. And uh, no deep dive next week. Right on. Excellent. Well, great work. Thanks for continuing to bring uh, CircuitPython and MicroPython to the actual Raspberry Pi. Ah, no problem. The, Pico, the big daddy. Very cool. Hey, look, there's Scott. All right. Yeah. Thanks, Scott. Just in time to say goodbye. Bye. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, let's see. Next up, we've got Joey. Get ready because here we go. <laughs> hey, Joey. Hi, John. How's it going? <laughs> Good. Nice to see you. Good to see you, too. Uh, so I have been working on Twitter. Probably people have seen this little gadget called the Sensor Watch. It's a little yeah. Casio wristwatch with a board swap. We got like, you know, different time systems, temperature sensors, things like that. Uh, but that's not actually what I'm here to show today because right. I've had this issue of I want to develop things for the watch, but I don't want to take it apart constantly. So I wanted to make a development board for the watch. Oh, cool. And this is very Adafruit oriented because I thought I should make it in the shape and size of a feather. Neat. So this is uh, the same kind of functions as the watch. It's got this little mode button here. You got the, you know, oh, cool. uh, turn the light on. It's not, not underneath, obviously. Yep. Um, but what's cool about it is, yeah, it's just plugged into a board doubler here. So this feather could actually be useful for someone doing, you know, a solar powered project or something else that wants mm -hmm. to be low power. And my feather wing, I'm actually really proud about this, or stoked about it, I guess I should say. Uh, it's all just parts you can get off of Adafruit's website. So it's just like that piezo buzzer. Oh, nicely done. Yeah. That uh, PDM RGB LED. It's all just like, you know, standard through whole parts. So it's very easy for folks to, you know, get this little dev board and make their little wing that has their, uh, you know, sensor watch peripherals, yeah. so to speak. And, and it can also be the sensor clock for people who want the complete collection. <laughs> totally, totally. Your, your sensor des des desk clock, as it were. Yeah. Hey, I have to tell you, Joey, your... Um, you're diving into building the sensor watch made me finally uh, decide to go and get an actual oh, awesome. Casio, uh, <laughs> what is it? The F91, F91 W, the classic, yeah. classic. I've never had one. I had a G-Shock way back uh, mm -hmm. when those came out, but I missed these. I never got one of these. So I, I just bought one for $16 a couple weeks ago and I'm they're incredibly super, happy with it. Yeah, they're super accessible. They're super fun. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> And my son, who's uh, uh, he's 18, and he saw it, and he's like, "I want to get one of those," which is a rarity when you're, uh, you know, a, an adult dad parent to have a kid say, "Hey, that thing <laughs> that you've got, that would be cool for me too." So it kind of transcends generations, apparently. Very awesome. <laughs> uh, and so with your sensor watch, you've got this dev board now, so you can really work on it at at sort of a, a bigger scale, and mm -hmm. uh, and then you're gonna be rolling that soft that software or hardware and software uh, into the yeah, just watch the size one. Different build target, but then yeah, anything you write for this, you can put mm -hmm. onto this. And my hope is actually, I really want to get Circuit Python running on this because it's a it's a SAM chip. It cool. feels like it should be reasonable to do it. I just need to buckle down and figure it out. Um, Amazing work! Yeah, it's really cool. <laughs> One other thing, just a just a quick advisory. I uh, I'm giving a talk at Hackaday Remoticon on Saturday. Oh, great! About LCD technology. So if anyone's interested in that sort of thing, you know, check it out. Excellent. Yeah, people go go to uh, Remoticon, or if you go to Hackaday, you'll find links to it and look up Joey's chat. That's uh, very cool. Okay. Thanks, Thanks, Joey. So much. Good yeah. good to see you. Take good to care. See you too. <laughs>
All right. Let's see. Next up, we've got Foamy Guy. Hey. All right. Hey, JP. Um, so I have, uh, yeah, thank you. Um, I have been working on this. If uh, folks are familiar with a thing called the method of Lochi, there's a, a Wikipedia article here. You can learn about it. It's basically a technique for memorization where hmm. you uh, try to picture a an environment, a 3D environment that you're really familiar with. So lots of folks could use their house or their uh, neighborhood or something like that. Um, and you imagine yourself kind of moving through a, a journey through that uh, environment and you try to associate different ideas with different parts of the journey. So maybe uh, you could um, think of something at the front door and think of something at the coat hook after you get inside and so on and so forth. You just store these different ideas in the different uh, locations and it's supposed to make mm -hmm. it easier to recall them in order because you can always imagine yourself going through uh, that journey. So I've been experimenting with bringing that core idea into uh, uh, games. I've always been pretty good at memorizing game maps. So I uh, made this little map here using uh, tiled map editor. This is just the same tool that you would make a video game map for if you were going to do that. Uh, mm -hmm. It's built on a JavaScript library called Phaser. And we can run around inside here and I've got these little signs. And when I run into the sign, it will load the right hand side of the page with whatever information I've stored at that location. Uh, mm -hmm. And I can put more of these signs in here. I can have uh, different stuff on each one of them. So I got another one inside of here. Can load up a list. This side over here works with Markdown. So you can add you know, bullet points, you can add images, you can add uh, style like bold and italic and all of that sort of stuff. And it's really mm -hmm. easy for me to just go in and uh, you know, edit the text that's on all of these. So I think it's going to be a cool tool that I can use um, to start keeping track of information a little bit better. Yeah, uh, I see. So, so part of the central premise here is that you are finding things that you want to look up and read that you're not trying to memorize that whole list, but just like, where did I put that list is associated with this sort of spatial map. Yeah, that, that's going to that be my goal. Some folks do yeah. use it to remember like specific uh -huh. data, like they'll use this to yep. memorize a deck of cards or a yeah. big long string of numbers or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But that's my, my idea more so uh, is to kind of yeah. keep it there and go back to find it. Um, and so I have just the small proof of concept map made so far. I just kind of got the basics working, but I intend to expand it out a little bit and make a little neighborhood inside of here and put a bunch of signs in there and load it up, so. That is tremendous. Yeah, you know, I am terrible with directions in the real world, but I definitely over, over my lifetime have come to know maps in like first person shooter games really well. Just some, something about sheer yep. rote doing it a lot, <laughs> yep. uh, probably, but it, it seems like with, uh, this more third-person view, you can have landmarks and things that are that are a little more um, uh, higher-level uh, yep. process that's, instead of just inside of a hallway. Yeah, that's definitely my goal. Is going to be to load it up with like little gardens and flowers and you know buckets, and they got all kinds of little tiles I can load up in there. So, oh, that's really terrific. Um, but yeah, great awesome. work. Uh, we look forward to seeing more about this. I'd love to uh, to get to play around with it at some point once you're uh, ready to to share it out there. Cool. Yeah, definitely. We'll do. Thanks. Awesome. Thanks, Tim. Bye. Yep. All right. And uh, I think last up, we've got Michael. Hey there, Michael. How are you doing? Hey, how are you? Good, thanks. What's new this week? Yeah, so I uh, a few weeks back, I showed off um, the beginning of my like crazy pyramid sculpture project. Uh, it's complete now. Uh, it's actually in the gallery at uh, my univer university's uh, art building. So Congratulations. Uh, I took some... That's excellent. Uh, images of it um, on display here next to some of my other work. 
Um, so yeah, it lights up. It has um, a ton of NeoPixels. This is it with the top off. It's actually two separate pieces that were 3D printed. Um, so it just like slides right onto each other. I see. Uh, and it has the iSpy display and yeah, all sorts of fun stuff in there. Um, and then that's it next to some graphics I made. And here's just a short little clip of it. And then, yeah, I made uh, little name tags for everyone too that are uh, laser engraved, oh, uh, which is pretty fun. That's really nice. So, um, and yeah, beautiful work. Lights up and stuff. So, yeah, pretty fun. And then, yeah, there's the little name tags. Oh, yeah. Ah, it's really great work. Uh, thank you. Thank you for sharing that. So uh, what kind of information are you displaying? I can't remember if you explained that before uh, with, with the iSpy display there. Yeah, so right now I have it just displaying the distance sensor information uh, in inches. Um, with the other piece over it, I found with the uh, lighting, like the uh, spotlight, it was actually kind of messing it up with the shadow. Mm. But when I took mm -hmm. it off, it was reading correct information. Um, my general idea was to have it actually like print off something um, that it would be more interactive. Um, but I would have had to completely re-engineer it to make it work more. Right on. Uh, right on. Well, it's, be it's beautiful as as is. So congrats on on completing that and getting it into the gallery. Thank you. And uh, how how long will that be there? Can people who are in your area go and see it for a little while? Uh, yeah, it's it'll be up for a little bit. It's in the Keel Gallery, uh, G10 Gallery in St. Cloud, Minnesota. So yeah. Excellent. Oh, that's really terrific. All right. Well, uh, thanks and, and great work. And we love seeing the stuff you're doing. So come on back uh, anytime. Awesome. Thank you. Bye bye. Uh, all right. I think that is uh, going to do it. And um, I also just wanted to say I am going to be doing my uh, workshop show tomorrow and then I'm off next week. So there actually won't be a product pick or a workshop show next week for Thanksgiving week. And I misspoke yesterday when I said I'd be doing those things because I completely forgot that, hey, that's Thanksgiving. So uh, I'll, I'll see you tomorrow, but then I'll, I'll be off for a week. Uh, thanks again to everyone for coming by with all of your great projects. Uh, go to our Discord to check out some links to a lot of these. That's a, a great place to find people. Uh, a lot of the people who've been on the show and tell hang out there. You can chat with them, ask questions, find uh, links to their work. And uh, next up in just three uh, of your Earth Minutes, we have Lady Ada and Mr. Lady Ada with Ask an Engineer. That'll be at 8 o'clock Eastern time. So thanks, everyone, and uh, I will see you soon. Bye-bye.